Good morning, Country Fest. I don't know if anybody's up yet or not, if they're <laughs> in their trailers or tents or wherever they are as far as uh, camping out over there. But uh, good night last night. I had my fingers crossed. I was watching TV, and they were talking about severe storms north of Kadat, and I said, oh, no, don't do that. But I don't know if it hit or not, so I don't know if anybody's uh, up and at them. Uh, give us a call, 835-9299. Let us know how the weather was in Kadat. It sure looked good, uh, what I saw on TV last night. I'm going to be out there today see and it? tonight, so we're going to go to Country Fest tonight and get out there and see Dirks Bentley and the Osborne Brothers and a few others. So should be fun. Friday morning at Wax. Good morning. Chore time. I'm Bob. And I'm Scott. So you're going to get up on the stage and do a no, little song? No, I'm or? not going to get on the stage. I'm going to go into the food tent. And I'm going <laughs> to go watch country music, and I'm going to enjoy it. But it uh, looks like a good crowd. People are just, and I am too, just so happy to be back out. We've been at dairy yep. breakfasts, and we've been at uh, all kinds of things going on. The fairs are coming up. State FFA convention is coming up. More dairy breakfasts and meals and events coming up this weekend we will talk about as the morning goes along. And uh, just uh, lots of things going on, including uh, a visit next week that we're still trying to pin down some of the details, right? Yeah, the honchos are going to be here from Washington, D.C. The president, we'll talk about that. Yeah, and Mr. Vilsack, the Ag Secretary, and uh, we're trying to get more information on that stuff. We've heard rumors about where they've been, but we haven't seen the official itinerary, so we can't uh, tell you about that, and so we'll uh, we'll just go for our business with the rumors and hang out until we get the <laughs> official details. Well, we got uh, Revolution Coffee brewing this morning or not? Yeah, can you, can't you smell it? Yeah, what do you got? I can't tell the difference between Sumatra and breakfast blend. Oh, there's there are fine differences. You have to develop this taste uh, for this. <laughs> not me. I'm not a coffee drinker, and I'll be honest right off the bat. But I'll tell I you drink, what. What I do is I have a little coffee with my milk. Oh, okay. That's what I. So, but what well, do you nothing got? in the end does top a good cold glass of yeah. milk. So what do you got? I, I have my basic breakfast blend this morning, and I want to try to get down there today. To Black River Falls on the main drag, Revolution Coffee, where they have all kinds of coffee mixtures going on there. Things that'll make your make you dance inside. Yeah, I noticed you didn't get down there yesterday. I thought, oh, maybe yeah. I'll get a scone or maybe I'll get uh, some kind of treat from Revolution Coffee this morning, but it uh, <laughs> didn't happen. I so. got tangled up, by the yeah, way. If, yeah, you, yeah, if anybody yeah. goes to our website, wax uh, waxradio.com, rather, and goes to the Midwest Farm Report page. Uh, we'll have, uh, we got back, like you said, we're doing things out on the road a little yep. bit more. Oh, you yeah. were over at Alma. I was over by Alma yesterday and uh, took in M-Line Farms for a Thank a Farmer project or program uh, from Associated Bank. Uh, put that together with us, and uh, we're kind of excited to talk with the guys at, uh, do a video with the guys at M-Line Farms. All right, so other things around there, too, a lot of most of our Interviews that we do that you hear, that you hear the alfalfa program with Dan Undersander, get uh, get there and hear some of that. So lots going on on a Friday morning here at Wax. Weather-wise, it should be a good day to go to Country Fest today. Partly sunny and 86. Weather brought to you by Mark Wart Motors. They urge you to think Buick. The Encore GX and Buick Envision have elite technology, safety essentials, and they're one cool-looking ride. Check out the Buicks, markwardmotors.com, 86, partly sunny. Now, clouding up 
and chance of rain tomorrow, mainly the best chance of rain, the most rain, probably going to be down south in the Cooley region where I'm heading tomorrow for the state high school track meet. So it looked like rain down that way towards La Crosse and about 74, then partly sunny on Sunday and 80. It's 65 right now. Get more out of summer with savings on appliances to simplify and streamline during the Home Depot's 4th of July savings in-store and online. Right now, you'll save a bundle on top appliances like this Samsung Laundry Pair. Celebrate summer with a laundry upgrade during 4th of July savings at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only, Waspa's last free delivery on purchases of $396 or more, valid through July 14th. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Once again, 86, the forecast high, partly sunny. So get out the sunscreen at fest. You're going to need her today. And did get a call. Fog out on the highway, so be careful. Fog along 29, so if you're heading out to Kadat, be careful getting there because there is fog. So be careful. Minute after 5, this is 104.5 FM WAXX Eau Claire. Here's some morning news. NBC News Radio, I'm Trey Thomas. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is declaring a state of emergency after the collapse of a high-rise condo building near Miami Beach. DeSantis says he couldn't believe what he saw at the scene. We just toured uh, around the complex to be able to see, and the TV doesn't do it justice. At least one person died, and reports say nearly a 100 others are still missing after the high-rise condo building partially collapsed early Thursday morning in Surfside. The U.S. Conference of Mayors is throwing its support behind a proposed infrastructure plan. Conference President and Dayton, Ohio Mayor Nan Whaley released a statement saying mayors across the country appreciate the Biden administration's devotion to making a once-in-a-lifetime investment in the nation's infrastructure. The remarks come after President Biden gave his approval of an infrastructure package worked on by 10 senators split between both parties. A program that expanded outdoor seating in Savannah during the pandemic is coming to an end. Rocio Rivera has details. The end of the extra outdoor seating or parklet dining means many restaurants will lose revenue. Savannah Mayor Van Johnson says the expansion will end July 1st with a more permanent plan returning next year. The mayor also says the parking spaces outside businesses were given out for free and have value. The city plans to have a new ordinance written up by January 1st of 2022 when businesses can apply to purchase the parking spots. Businesses picking up at Starbucks and places where vaccinations are rising. CEO Kevin Johnson said Thursday the coffee house chain started seeing traffic increasing in regions where consumers are being vaccinated. Johnson says Starbucks same store sales are rising above pre-pandemic levels in those areas. You're listening to NBC News Radio. And we've got four minutes after five o'clock on a Friday morning. Lots of things going on around the area this weekend. And if you like Sundays, you can get one. On Saturday, June 26th, Dunn County Farm Bureau and Friends of Dunn County Dairy will be hosting a dairy drive-thru. During this event, they'll be handing out free grilled cheese kits to celebrate June Dairy Month. Each kit will include all the products needed to make grilled cheese sandwiches at home. They'll also be stuffing the bags with other delicious goodies. Drive through one of two locations from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. or while supplies last. Countryside Co-op Landmark, East 6253, 628th Avenue, East Menominee, or Bear Creek Farms, 2493 South County Road P, Elmwood. 
I absolutely love my dog, but the constant shedding, not so much. But then I got a Swiffer Sweeper pet kit, and it is amazing. These super thick cloths pick up a crazy amount of hair. Just look at all that. And that was from just one swipe. And the best part? Sweeper's so much easier to maneuver than a broom or a vacuum, easily getting around chairs and under the couch. You're right. Now I can focus on you, not your shedding. Swiffer Sweeper Pet Kit. Because shed happens. During Jeep Freedom Days at Gross Motors, get 0.9% for 60 months plus $500 bonus cash on all Jeep Compass and select Cherokee and Renegade models. Or discounts up to $1,750 on select 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokees. It's your freedom to choose, so choose a Jeep from Gross Motors, your Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer, Highway 10 East Dealesville. Or connect virtually with the local sales team at grossmotors.com. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's get you a little weather information. Should be a beautiful day. Friday, 86, partly sunny. Then some clouds moving in tonight. Chance of rain tomorrow, but the heavier chance of rain is going to be south of the Eau Claire area, down around the Cooley region, La Crosse, Monroe County, down in that area tomorrow. High will be 74, then back to partly sunny day on Sunday. Then it looks like Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, chances of rain all three days. 86, partly sunny today. 59 in Rice Lake and Medford this morning. 67 in Wausau and Marshfield. 73 right now in La Crosse. 65 in Green Bay. 71 in the Madison Sun Prairie area. Milwaukee at 70. And right now, 65 in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls area. Markets next. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Northern Wisconsin State Fair in Chippewa Falls. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away fair tickets. Visit RuralMutual.com slash win and enter to win tickets to the Northern Wisconsin State Fair. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Mutual insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. As Wisconsin's number one farm insurer, Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of Farm Technology Days. Stop by the Rural Mutual Tent at Farm Tech Days in Eau Claire to meet local agents and enter to win state fair tickets. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Keep it at Rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And yes, Rural Mutual Insurance bringing us the market. Sponsor Farm Tech Day's good folks. And Scott, on a Friday morning, the livestock numbers. Fed beef steers are at 117 to 124 with a mix selling 75 to 116. Fed beef heifers 110 to 122 with a mix selling 79 to 109. Fed Holstein steers 106 to 116 and a half with a select selling 71 to 105. Cows are at 60 to 84. Bulls 86 to 96. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 79 to 94. Sows 18 to 50 and boars 18 to 19 and a half. New crop market lambs are at 150 to 250 and feeder lambs 125 to 247. At the Mercantile Exchange, livestock futures, cattle were mostly higher, hogs were lower. 
June cattle, June live cattle, 122.82. That was up 32. Now, August was a 122.62, and that was down 25 cents. October at 128.27, up a dime. And December live cattle at 131.70, that was up 20. Feeder cattle for August, 157.15, up a dollar 45. September feeders at 159.20, up 112. October at 161.10, up 112. November feeder cattle, 162.60, up 107. In January, 162.77, that was up 102. Lean hog carcass contracts were lower. July, a dollar two cents, down 450. August, 98.10, down 202. October, 83.20, down 65. And December hog, 76.40, down 22. And on the Board of Trade, uh, again, weather. Weakness in the products, meal and oil for soybeans uh, at the markets a little lower yesterday, but overnight they rebounded a little bit. This morning, the uh, grain trade has December corn up two cents at 538 in the overnight trade. Oats up one at 376. December wheat up four at 662. November soybeans up eight to nine cents at $13 even. Meal for October up 80 cents a ton, $347.70. Barrel cheese up a penny. Trading at a dollar and a half a pound. The blocks one forty nine. Butter down a quarter, one seventy one and three quarters. June down thirteen, seventeen twenty one. July was down three at sixteen fifty seven. August down nineteen, sixteen sixty. September down thirty two at seventeen twenty eight. October down twenty two at eighteen ten. Is it has not been a good week for those class three prices. Ten and a half minutes after five, and uh, we'll get an update on some news and uh, an update on. The uh, sad story on the loss of Jeff Hicken, our state ag consultant at the DPI, former ag instructor and all-around good guy who uh, left us way too early. We'll do that next here on Wax. I can't believe what I'm seeing. You mean how green that cornfield is? No, I'm talking about the corn stalk that just walked across the road. Yeah, but that mirror of his neo worked great. You know what they say, greener fields, higher yields. I hear you. But a walking corn stalk is still pretty crazy. Mm, can't blame it for choosing greener, healthier Miravis Neo fields. True. Still crazy, though. Miravis Neo fungicide. With improved disease control and increased plant health, it delivers a difference even corn can see. Learn more at SyngentaUS.com slash Miravis Neo. Always read and follow label instructions. This weekend, Macy's get great deals on fresh summer looks for him and her. New sandals and sneakers and specials like bras and panties. Plus, Star Reward members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 65 degrees at 11 and a half after 5 as we roll on with the morning chores. As we mentioned, Jeff Hicken, we've been talking about all week, uh, the state ag consultant at the Department of Public Instruction in Madison, passed away last Friday. And I caught up with Sharon Went, who was the former uh, formally held his position until Jeff took it over in 2006. Sharon's the Director of, of Career and Technical Education at the DPI and is was Jeff's boss and brought him into the department. And I talked to Sharon and I said that I noticed that when she left that position and Jeff took it over from her, that it seemed to me to be done so seamlessly that he was kind of built for that position and I asked her if that was the case from her perspective. I I would agree, uh, and and that's that is something about um, the agriculture education community. You know, it's, it's a 
uh, a tight group of folks and uh, a lot of uh, collegiality among all of the folks in that industry. So as there are positions and, and movement into positions of leadership, uh, it often does happen pretty seamlessly. Um, Jeff came from the classroom. He was I, um, a, a, an egg education uh, instructor at the Sauk Prairie School District. So, um, and and he was also a, a former FFA officer. So he was obviously entrenched in in that whole work. Um, and to step into the position that he did um, certainly came pretty effortlessly. Something that always struck me about Jeff, Sharon, was that he did it professionally and and got the job done the way it needed to be done. But in my case, at least, he sure knew when to poke you in the ribs and uh, make you laugh a little bit. He also brought that part of himself around. I think you just nailed it. Uh, a lot of people have been commenting on that um that, that joyful spirit, that playful spirit that he would bring to the position and the work. Um, but but make mo- no mistake, he, you know, when it gets down to it, the work needed to get done. And he, he was all about um, the outcomes and how we can uh, bring a project or a program or some initiative to completion but understand that human side of things and um, make that the best experience for all those that are are working on that. Because oftentimes he worked with volunteers, uh, people that were, you know, serving on boards or organizations and in giving of their time and talent. And and he certainly recognized that um, and appreciated uh, the hard work of all those folks that, that surrounded him. And again, that's Sharon Went, who worked with Jeff Hicken down at DPI in Madison, and and again, just a, a shocking event that happened uh, the last over the last couple of weeks. Absolutely, and again, there'll be a memorial tomorrow. Visitation at 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Junior Senior High School in Wapan. A service at 2 p.m. and then more visitation time at 3 to 5. All right. So, uh, again, we send our condolences along to his wife, Sherry, and his two sons. Uh, tough. That FFA convention is going to be a going to be a hard one down in Madison this year. It's quarter after 5 here at Wax. We've got uh, 65 degrees, partly sunny, 86. Should be a nice day today. We'll get more farm news coming up. Marika Gouda, they're over in Thorpe. They're going to be in Innovation Square they got great things going on, as always. Marika Gudenthorpe is currently booking tours. Do the tour. You can go through the parlor observation area, the barn, cheese making, and delicious cheese sampling. And children five and under can tour for free. When you're done seeing how it's done and sampling its results, head to the store for 10% off merchandise of award-winning Goudas, local wines, beer, sausage, and bread, plus a variety of Dutch items. And then enjoy a lovely meal at their Duchess Cafe. Self-guided tours are also available. Call for information at 715 669 or sign up online at marikaguda.com. This July 4th at Lowe's, get $10 off one-gallon cans or $40 off five-gallon pails on select interior and exterior paints, stains, and coatings via Lowe's gift card rebate. And with everyday appliance savings, save up to $750 now on select major appliances. Lowe's, home to any budget, home to any possibility. Actual size, 110 to 640 fluid ounces. Rebate not valid with other discounts. See Lowe's.com slash rebates for more details. Savings instant in select stores. Exclusion supply. U.S. only. Paint pricing valid through 630. In-store must-ask cashier to apply coupon. Savings vary based on purchase amount. Can be combined with additional discounts. Valid for 714. 
agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 16 and a half after 5 o'clock. Looks like a beautiful day today. Partly sunny. High should be about 86. It's 65 right now. Scott, what's going on in the news? Well, let's see. In the news, they're going to be bringing in the big guns from Washington. They'll be in Wisconsin next week. President Joe Biden and Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack plan to be in the state Tuesday to talk about agriculture and other rural issues. Dairy is likely to be high on that list as the administration has announced more money will be coming to dairy farmers within the next 60 days. And that's basically all the information we have. Uh, We've got some unofficial information, but does look like it will be western, southwestern Wisconsin is where they will be making an appearance on a, on a dairy farm in that area, but we don't know which one it will be as of yet. They haven't released it publicly, but uh, mm-hmm. the folks that are on the dairy farm probably listen to us this morning and say, oh, we know where it is, we know where it is, but, but we don't officially, so we're not going to say anything, but they will yep. be here next Tuesday. What else is going on? Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack has been dealt a second setback in the courts over his plan to excuse $4 billion in debt repayments for minority farmers. After a Wisconsin judge issued a restraining order earlier stopping the secretary's plan, another federal judge in Florida has issued an injunction against the plan. An injunction carries more weight in the legal system than a restraining order. There are at least five more lawsuits against Vilsack's plan that are still active in federal courts around the country. The USDA has been begun sending more than $1 billion to farmers who suffered natural disasters in 2018 and 2019. Those payments are being made through the Quality Loss Adjustment Program and the Wildfire and Hurricane Indemnity Program Plus. The QLA program payments are going to uh, producers who lost crops and forages, while the remaining money will be for those who were hit by hurricanes, wildfires, and other qualifying natural disasters. And we've got uh, more farm news coming up, including we'll look at the calendar and tell you where the dairy breakfasts and dairy activities are going on this week. There'll be some tomorrow. We'll get into all that. But coming up, as we mentioned, events are being held. Country Fest is going on. we got dairy breakfast going on. The fairs are going to be going on. FFA members going to be back in Madison next month for the FFA convention. And 4-H'ers are not only going to get to go to the fair, but also down at Camp Upham Woods. That has reopened down there around Wisconsin Dells. We'll get the story on all that coming up. But as we said, there's lots going on around the area. On Saturday, June 26th, Dunn County Farm Bureau and Friends of Dunn County Dairy will be hosting a dairy drive through During this event, they'll be handing out free grilled cheese kits to celebrate June Dairy Month. Each kit will include all the products needed to make grilled cheese sandwiches at home. They'll also be stuffing the bags with other delicious goodies. drive through one of two locations from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. or while supplies last. Countryside Co-op Landmark, East 6253, 628th Avenue, East Menominee, or Bear Creek Farms, 2493 South County Road P, Elmwood. MyCon Cinemas is your locally owned family theaters. Here's what's playing now. 12 Mighty Orphans. The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Cruella. The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. F9. Peter Rabbit 2, The Runway. And A Quiet Place Part 2. For theaters and showtimes, find them online at MyConCinemas.com. Experience movies the way they were meant to be at MyCon Cinemas. Pick it up, guys. Pick it up. 
At Bowes Builders, demand is through the roof. To keep up, his business needs a stronger foundation. Just one sec. Bowes Builders, this is Bow. This weekend? Yeah, we can do it. Indeed can help him hire the people he needs. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Whether it's next day delivery or getting involved in their local communities, Napa goes above and beyond to serve you because their motor never quits. That's Napa know-how. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. For 4-H members in Wisconsin, last year was a disappointment. County fairs. We didn't have county fairs. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. But that's not all. A lot of 4-Hers look forward every year to going to 4-H camp at Upham Woods. Didn't happen last year, but Michelle, you found out that uh, it's open this year, bigger and better than ever. Yeah, Bob, I went to 4-H camp myself. So if you went to 4-H camp or for a class, then you may remember being at Upham Woods in Wisconsin Dells. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Michelle Stangler. They have a new building they just put up in time for in-person events this summer. And Justin Hogman, Upham Woods Outdoor Learning Center director, says they added more technology and safer accommodations. Well, the you know the biggest thing that's happened here in 40 years, probably I would say. So that's big news. We got a new building um, that we stood up during the pandemic that had been in planning stages for three years. And just by the way things got timed, we broke ground right about when COVID started. And sure enough, right about when we're crawling out of COVID and opening things back up, the building is ready for us. So that's a, a real pleasant surprise and an exciting way to start things back up again. The building's about 8,000 square feet. That's just going to be a huge benefit to the groups that come here. So you have the new building. Offer some new amenities. You know, you have technology. Just talk about that. The building's formally called the Upper Dells Research and Education Center. And one of our prime goals was to make Upham Woods a better place for groups to come. And that includes the groups that historically came and gave us feedback on what they wanted. And But also we wanted to imagine new groups and what they would want too. So the design here is intended to allow us to have multiple groups on at the same time and so you know a group could be doing one thing in a classroom while another group is here doing in the cafeteria for example so that's a, one of the the big design elements we have some you know some of the basics room to get registered correctly you know i think quadrupled our restroom capacity we redesigned our entry flow for large vehicles like buses to be able to get a little bit deeper into camp when they drop off which is ultimately safer for our kids and more straight forward for folks to navigate and then in the classrooms that we added every room in here is on fiber optic connectivity and we have large panel displays for people to present or teach on and every room is mic'd you know we have a lot of the things that you'd want to see in, in a modern building for your meeting or retreat or your class so the whole spectrum from you know sixth graders to you know something like a county board meeting or something like that we could i think accommodate those at the same time and keep them away from each 
each other or, you know, they could be here and enjoying a comfortable place to meet. And then upstairs, we have workspace for our, our teaching staff, the folks that make it all work. We're all centrally located in the heart of campus here, and that gets us better connection to the students and groups that are here, but also better connection to our seasonal staff. That's cool. So you had a lot of different new things happening, but what was last year like? Did you have camps? Yeah, last year for us, you know, looked like you might imagine, you know, a lot of webinars and Zoom meetings and teleconferences, unfortunately. So, but that's the way it goes with COVID. And, you know, I'm really proud of our team. They really handled that well. We did pivot, like a lot of places, to do online programming with our partners and schools that normally uh, work with us in 4-H groups. But that's just, you know, a fraction of the folks we would have served normally. So we did have some examples of online learning. But, you know, this place for 79 and a half years has excelled at being a place you walk around or paddle or hike. And we're just really grateful to be back into that mode now. So at the beginning of uh, the summer here, you know, we have groups on every week right now scheduled. They'll come and do the things that we're known for. You know, they'll be out uh, fishing or canoeing or doing team building or doing science lessons about the environment, the natural world. And we're excited about that. And in terms of who was on site during COVID, we had obviously this construction project and we had a handful of research projects where small groups of researchers came out to do little projects so not our traditional programming but just you know two or three folks collecting data about something they're working on you're using a lot of stuff here for like the day camps are you using the cabins up there at all or have those been in use for quite some time now no, the cabins are, <laughs> we've just been taking advantage of the downtime to make them better, you know, get a, you know, make hay while the sun shines, as they say, you know, it's, you know, if you got an empty cabin, and that's the way it is here every year. If you got an empty building, you got an empty cabin, or you got a space of time, that's when we dive in and do a deep clean or paint or move things around so that it's better for the next time. So that's what we've been doing in those cabins is getting them ready. And, you know, fingers crossed, you know, maybe we're back in that business in the fall. So right now, other empty, but we are looking forward to the end of the summer where we hope things will change. So last year, it was completely abnormal. This year is getting back to more normal. Talk about how many students you served last year and this year and what you're looking forward to. Yeah, so 2019, we served 12,441 folks, give or take. And last year, 2020, I think our numbers were around 2,500 through our direct service virtual programming, so obviously quite lower number. I would anticipate this year we're going to be clearing about halfway back. You know, I think we'll be certainly above 6,000 contacts. I know we're, we've served several thousand people already this year, so we're already ahead of where we were in 2020. So, you know, my goal would be to be, you know, halfway to two-thirds of the way back in 2021 and getting ready to be fully back in 2022. And I, I, that's what I know from the industry, too, um, from other camps and centers like ours. You know, they're on a similar trajectory. Obviously, there's people to the left and right of that, you know, that are doing better or doing worse. And I'd say we're right in the middle and pretty fine with that. That's awesome to hear. Now, overall, what's your favorite part here at Upham Woods? You have a lot of cool things. Is there a specific part that is your favorite? Gosh, you know, every time I get to go around the island, you know, that is a good day at work, as they say. And, you know, I've been here quite a while now, and it's still something. I notice something new every time I go around the island. I see something change, or I see a new species I hadn't seen yet, or see one earlier or later than I normally would. And that's a real highlight. I love that in terms of 
of about this place something I enjoy in terms of something we're growing into right now staff training and that's truly the best thing you know for over 20 years that's been a part of my life is you know end of May beginning of June meet a new group of people make a new team you know come together train them and then get ready for our program so it's really, I think what I missed the most last year was the time where that, that team comes together and gets ready to deliver a, a goal together. And again, that's wide open. Camp up in woods for the 4-H's. Going to be able to get down there this summer. 28 and a half after 5 o'clock. We'll get to some local news, but uh, one more, I think, kind of interesting story here in agriculture. And we take a look at more farm news on Wax. Brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean of Menominee. Chippewa Valley Bean would like to remind everyone Farm Tech Day is just around the corner. Make your plans to visit now and come see Chippewa Valley Bean at Innovation Square. Walk their test plots with all the growing stages of the kidney bean. Come see the harvesting equipment and taste some delicious kidney bean recipes. For more information, check them out, cvbean.com or give Chippewa Valley Bean a call and ask for Josh, the agronomist. Chippewa Valley Bean inviting you to Farm Tech Days 2021 in Eau Claire County, July 20th, 21st, and 22nd. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we're going to take a look at uh, other news going on, but uh, Scott, uh, this story out in Washington, <laughs> that's, that's something else. Well, it starts with the question, how would you like to sell your 22,500-acre ranch and still be $35 million in the hole? According to reports from DTN, that's what happened recently to Cody Easterday, who had to sell his ranch and farming operation in eastern Washington. He had to sell that operation because Easterday is likely to spend the next 20 years in prison after pleading guilty to wire fraud for cheating Tyson Foods out of $244 million for supposedly buying and feeding hundreds of thousands of cattle that didn't exist. According to court documents, the Easter Day began the scam in 2016 and ran it until he was caught in 2020. The winning bid for the ranch was $209 million, submitted by a company called Farm Reserve, which is owned by the Mormon Church. The second high bid of $208 million came from an investment company owned by Bill Gates, who, by the way, is the largest owner of farmland in the United States. I don't think a lot of people know that. Yeah, they should know that yeah they should that's yeah. for sure not owned by farmers so uh wow 209 million and you're 35 million short <laughs> that's when the you, way when that's the way scott schultz his, yeah. does business <laughs> your your records look good what else is going on some of our other news well wisconsin is nearing the 50 percent mark for coronavirus vaccinations the state's department of health services yesterday said the state is at 49.8 percent vaccinated that means about 2.9 million people in the state have gotten at least one dose of the vaccine. Eau Claire's Health Department is opening a drive through vaccine clinic. The City County Health Department yesterday said nurses will offer shots on Wednesdays at UW-Eau Claire's Water Street parking lot. There will be a second drive through spot on Thursday at, health, at the Health Department itself. Both are scheduled to be open throughout July. Health Director Lisa Gizzi said the county is moving to a drive through clinic because the large clinic at UW-Eau Claire's Zorn Arena is closing. Democrats in the Wisconsin Capitol are calling for fewer delays in the drawing of this redrawing of the state's political map. 
The Wisconsin Senate okayed a plan to push back the start of redistricting until February. Republicans say the state doesn't have the new census numbers in hand. But Democratic Senator Chris Larson said the delay is a Trojan horse attempt to usurp the system. Delaying the state's new map means the first election under the new census numbers wouldn't happen until 2023. The Wisconsin State Fair is the latest to say it doesn't have enough workers. Fair manager Kathleen O'Leary yesterday said the fair will trim its hours this year so the gates will open at 11 a.m. because of Wisconsin's worker shortage. The fair is also looking to go as as cashless as it can be, meaning the parking lot will be 100% cashless this year. There will also be some coronavirus precautions, but there will not be a mask requirement. The fair kicks off August 5th and runs through the 15th. And, Bob, cashless doesn't mean it's free. It means no. you have to use plastic. Credit card, debit card, whatever the case may be, but uh, the <laughs> fair is on. I can't believe what's going on in this country. I mean, you know, we're short of cars, we're short of vehicles, we're short of appliances, we're short of workers. I mean, come on. I just can't imagine, you know, the uh, the work ethic, but it's just scary. All right, 20, uh, what is it, 27 minutes before 6 o'clock. What about the weather for the weekend going forward? Country fest, dairy breakfast, lots of things going on. We'll check with Kelly next. During Jeep Freedom Days at Gross Motors, get 0.9% for 60 months plus $500 bonus cash on all Jeep Compass and select Cherokee and Renegade models. Or discounts up to $1,750 on select 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokees. It's your freedom to choose, so choose a Jeep from Gross Motors, your Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer, Highway 10 East Dealsville. Or connect virtually with the local sales team at GrossMotors.com. Get more out of summer. When you get more from the Home Depot and trusted brands like Bear Paint. Beat the summer heat by taking on a paint project indoors. And keep things cool with 4th of July savings on paint and all the supplies you need. We're making sure now is the perfect time to give your home a refresh. How cool is that? 4th of July savings only from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Let's check our weather over at Skywarn 13 on a Friday morning. Kelly Slifka is with us. This morning, Kelly. Good morning. Well, I was watching storm warnings and every other thing. I never got a drop at my house here in Eau Claire. That's the way it works sometimes. It's working like that all the time <laughs> this year. <laughs> well, you can see it. You look in the sky, you see that big thunderstorm complex, yep. and it's going away from yep. you. Yeah. Didn't get a drop, and uh, hopefully it didn't... Uh, Hail rain and hail too hard any place, but uh, I didn't get anything. So what's ahead? Well, that's going to be the situation we got going on this weekend. We have a front, the front that spawns some of those uh, stronger storms, mainly to our east and south of Eau Claire, and it wasn't that far. Uh, that's uh, that front is stalled down to our south, and that's going to create some uncertainties for the weekend forecast. Uh, I think today we should be okay. We were looking at uh, some fog this morning, a little bit of low clouds, but I think we'll get into a mostly sunny sky. Should be a warm afternoon as we get up to 86. Now tonight, the clear skies this evening. Later tonight, we'll see some clouds starting to roll on in. 
Should be dry overnight, down to 62, but another storm system moves up along this front. It looks like that'll bring us a better chance of some showers, and especially as you're headed to the south of Eau Claire, better chances of rain, and with the cloud cover, temperatures down a little bit, high of 78. Sunday, there will be a chance for some morning showers, and I think we'll get partly sunny in the afternoon as we get up to 80. So a little bit unsettled this weekend, and uh, timing of some of this rain is going to be a little bit difficult. Just got to keep abreast of the latest forecast. Right now, we do have some fog in Eau Claire, currently 64 degrees. I'm Scott Warren, 13, meteorologist Kelly. Yeah, there's apparently uh, fog around a lot of the area this morning. Yeah, it's it, a lot of times you get stuck north of this front, and it just kind of, a lot of fog kind of develops around the front, especially on the north side of it. All right, well, have a good bike ride tomorrow. Don't go south, you get wet. No, no, I'm going north. Yeah. boy. Talk yeah. to you later. All right, sounds good. Kelly Slifka over at Skywarn 13 with our weather this morning. Again, 64 degrees right now as we look at our weather on wax. Weather brought to you by Bex Hybrids. Have you noticed that your corn and soybeans just look a little pale and sickly? Hey, it's Ben Pistol, your Bexfield agronomist in Wisconsin. If you're wondering why your crop just doesn't look quite right, get out and pull tissue samples. Pulling tissue samples is inexpensive, and when you pull a series of samples over the course of six to about eight weeks, you can get a really good idea of what nutrients may be missing from your soil and overall fertility program. So for the most part, this information is valuable when planning for next year's crop, but in some cases, you can even correct issues this year. So take boron, for example. Corn uses most of its total boron uptake during the grain fill period, so we still have time. In fact, we have found in our practical farm research program that a boron application at tassel time almost always makes you money, especially if you're applying a fungicide anyhow. So if you'd like more information like this, check out our website at bexhybrids.com and have a great weekend. The Wax Farm Truck is on the road covering farm events like fairs, field days, meetings, and a lot more. And a big thank you to our sponsors riding with us, including McMillan Warner Mutual Insurance. For all your insurance needs for auto, home, farm, or commercial property, the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of Wisconsin farmers supporting Wisconsin agriculture. And Star Blends, a Wisconsin company manufacturing and delivering the highest quality feed at economical prices. Riding with us at Wax. Supporting agriculture. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We've got markets to get to, Brent Wink. We're going to hear from Brent this morning, but uh, Scott, the weekend is going to be busy. It's still June. It is, and it's a yummy June because that Dunn County drive through dairy breakfast is happening again tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Pick up your kits at uh, Countryside Co-op Landmark Services Cooperative in Menominee or Bear Creek Farms in Elmwood along Highway P. The Auburndale FFA... That's from 10 o'clock until 2 o'clock tomorrow, so don't don't start pulling in at 6 o'clock in the morning. That's right. 10 o'clock until 2 (laughs) tomorrow. 10 to 2. 10 to 2. And the Auburndale, Auburndale FFA alumni is having its dairy breakfast at the Auburndale Fire Station 8 a.m. to noon. Buffalo County is having a dairy breakfast at Sendelbach Farm at Wamandy. They start at 7 a.m. and serve until 11. The Greenwood Area Dairy Breakfast will be Sunday, 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Jamie and Aaron Gardner Farm. That's Tegan Acres at Greenwood. And let's see, there, as I said, 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. they're serving. And don't forget uh, the Colby breakfast. The Colby Dairy Breakfast, 7 a.m. to noon. That's at Tri-G Farms along Highway A up at Dorchester. 
and the uh, Chippewa County Farm Bureau is having its Sunday on the Farm Sunday. That's 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Pagancoff Farm, Jeff and Mary Pagancoff Farm. That's along 50th Avenue at Elk Mound. So things going on this weekend. It's the last weekend of June Dairy Month. If you haven't gotten to a breakfast, get out and enjoy. 20 minutes to 6, Wax, Sprint, still ahead. Health and happiness for your family, your farm, and your cows are probably on your mind these days. Let Starblends feed your cows like they're their own. And the best way to ensure these ladies are taken care of is to evaluate what they're eating. And now is the perfect time to review your feeding plans. Starblends nutritionists will make sure your cows are getting the best feed possible because at Starblends, they feed your animals like they are their own. Call 608-269-1515 today for your free consultation. Or go to Starblends.com. That's Starblends. Blends.com. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now, so let us tell you something you do want to hear. You are intelligent. You make all the right decisions. You were smart before smart was cool, and you made it cool again. You have a wealth of knowledge, and you are so very clever. <laughs> I bet you already knew I was going to say that, you genius. There, don't you feel better? You'll also feel better when you hear you could save big when you switch to progressive, but I'm pretty sure you already knew that, too. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 19 minutes before 6 o'clock, 64 degrees here at Wax 104.5. As we roll on with the chores, let's go over to the Equity Altoona market to hear the latest from Jim Lindsay. Choice beef steers and heifers, $1.05 to $1.18 with a top of $1.20. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers, $1.00 to $1.15. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, $1.09 to $1.15. Choice Holstein steers ninety five to a dollar eight. Select under finished heavyweight and oversized steers and heifers ninety four and down. Top twenty percent of cold cows sold from fifty six to sixty six with a top of sixty seven fifty. Sixty percent of cows sold from thirty five to fifty five. The bottom twenty percent of cows sold from thirty four and down. Cold bulls sold from seventy to ninety. Thin full horn lightweight bulls all discounted. Eighty percent of the ninety five pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from fifty to one hundred and forty dollars per head. Light pork quality calves sold from fifty dollars per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from $100 to $250 per head. Our next special feeder sale is today, June 25th. We are expecting 250 to 300 head. We do have 55 head consigned off one farm of Angus Cross steers and heifers. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to our upcoming sale, give us a call at 715-835-3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market Consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. Last March, we had to postpone our Panama-Costa Rica farm tour, but it's back on October 30th to November 8th. We're going to Panama and Costa Rica on a farm tour, and we're going to cruise through the new Panama Canal, go to a dairy farm, coffee plantation. We're going to visit the native cultures, cruise a wildlife refuge, so much more. Call Holiday Vacations, 888-554-5208. Get yourself a brochure as we go to Costa Rica and Panama October 30th through November 8th with Holiday Vacations. Bertrang Roofing, locally owned since 1976, Fairchild, Wisconsin. Free estimates. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 17 minutes before 6 o'clock, Jerry Fitzgerald's up and at him over at the Stratford Sale Barn. How much rain did you get over there in uh, eastern, Dun- or eastern Marathon County? Well, good morning to you, Bob. Now, this... Uh... 
like you said, uh, five miles away could be a totally different amount, yeah, but I right know. here, uh, three uh, tenths of an inch. Oh, good for you. Good for you. And you, I know you can use it, but... Uh, but uh, if, you, uh, if you find some folks, uh, say, from uh, the Auburndale, Pittsville, the Coosa area, their, their totals are going to be a lot more than that, I'm thinking. Yeah, I think it uh, varied a lot, that's for sure. Well, wrap up the week over there at Stratford for us. I'll do that, Bob. Thank you, and good morning, everyone. A summary from yesterday, Thursday, and this past week here at Equity Stratford. On the market cow auction yesterday, we did see a, a weaker trend on the cows yesterday as compared to earlier in the week. Most of the cows in yesterday's sale, uh, your high-yielding cows, were selling from 65 to 71. And again, earlier in the week, we had uh, a lot of cows sell from that 72 to a top of 77 and a half. Um, most of the cows this week, though, your average dairy cows continue to sell from 50 to 64. Thinner cows, thin cows like carcass cows, below 48. On the bull trade, your better quality bulls, mostly from 80 to 95. Extreme top this week reached $1 on the bulls. Lighter bulls, 78 and back. Fed cattle uh, fully steady. Good demand continues on the fed cattle. However, the spread between the choice and the selects is continuing to widen, with the choice grading Holstein steers selling from 92 to $1.10. High yielding choice, strictly prime Holsteins, 111 to 115 and a half. And again, uh, underfinished cattle, select grading cattle, 88 and below. Now on the calf market, replacement Holstein bull calves on yesterday's close, mostly from 70 to 130. Earlier in the week, uh, extreme top of the bull calves did reach 165. Heifer calves, uh, very limited demand this week, uh, mostly from 20 to 50. Beef calves, very strong, 150 to 325. And again, the beef calves topped at 370. That was on Monday's auction. And so as we look ahead to next week here at Stratford, full marketing week, of course, on tap. Uh, Monday auction does start at 9.30 a.m. with marked cattle and calves. Our next dairy sale will be next Tuesday. And we already have uh, a very good selection of hay for that sale next week, including a large consignment of round bales. Uh, this will be alfalfa grass this year's hay. So if you folks are looking for some round bales, as well as squares and other bales, we have those on for the, uh, for the, uh, for the um, hay sale next Tuesday. Our next feeder cattle sale will be next Wednesday. And again, folks, we invite you to take a look at our website. A lot of cattle on there for private treaty sale, uh, both feeder cattle and dairy cattle. So, Bob, that's what we have from Stratford this week. You and uh, Scott enjoy the weekend. Again, a lot of stuff going on. So I'm sure, uh, well, I guess the weather will be kind of a factor in some of these events, huh? Yeah, down south, I think there's going to be more rain down the Cooley area, La Crosse, Monroe County, down that way. A little more rain in uh, further north, but uh, it's rain, it's Wisconsin, and uh, it is what it is. You enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good, Bob. Thank you much. There you go. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Yeah, there is a lot going on. On Saturday, June 26th, Dunn County Farm Bureau and Friends of Dunn County Dairy will be hosting a dairy drive through During this event, they'll be handing out free grilled cheese kits to celebrate June Dairy Month. Each kit will include all the products needed to make grilled cheese sandwiches at home. They'll also be stuffing the bags with other delicious goodies. drive through one of two locations from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. or while supplies last. Countryside Co-op Landmark, East 6253, 628th Avenue, East Menominee, or Bear Creek Farms, 2493 South County Road P, Elmwood. 
Education and entertainment will be highlighted at Farm Technology Days in Eau Claire County, July 20th through the 22nd. Chris Cruzy, who shot to prominence on The Voice, will be there to entertain all three days during the midday. And plan to get your raffle tickets as one of the grand prizes will be a private concert for you and your guests put on by Chris and his band. Plan to be entertained and educated on the latest in agricultural technology at Farm Technology Days in Eau Claire County at Huntsinger Farms, July 20th through the 22nd. And buy your tickets online now at www.wifarmtechdays.com. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And don't forget, still looking for volunteers for Farm Tech Days in July. If you want to help out, you don't have to be from a farm. I mean, they got uh, needs in all kinds of areas, parking and food tents and different places like that. Free admission, you get yourself a free T-shirt, free lunch, uh, free parking, and uh, just uh, come out and enjoy it. So work one day, come back to the show the next day, and enjoy it here. And uh, we're going to enjoy Farm Tech Days coming up around the area. And what did I say, Scott, that uh, address is on the web? Wait a minute, start over. I forgot to turn your mic on. That's been happening before in my life. WIFarmTechDays.org. All right, so do that, and if you want to be a volunteer, then slash volunteer. Slash volunteer. Or just get on there and buy your tickets as well. So anyway, we would like to see you there. Now, let's take a look at the market. So overnight, prices were a little higher. Scattered showers, some of the soybean products became a a little more... uh, well, a little more in demand. December corn overnight up two at five thirty eight. The oats up one at three seventy six. December wheat up four at six sixty two. November soybeans up eight to nine cents at thirteen dollars even. And meal up eighty cents a ton at three hundred forty seven dollars and seventy cents. Country elevator prices. Well, at Wheat and Grain Service, the Chippewa Falls location has corn at 567 and beans at 1307. Their Connersville site has corn at 567 and beans at 1307. Doomer's Grain Service down at Holman has uh, corn at 633 and beans at 1336. And Buck Country Grain in Arcadia has corn at 633, 633 and beans at 1341. And on the DTN screen, at Golden Plump, corn today is 618 a bushel. Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek, 604 with the beans at 1334. Osseo, 605 and 1334. Elk Mound, corn 620, beans 1344. Down at Sparta, the corn is 629, beans 1334. And in Ellsworth, corn is below six dollars, five ninety-three, with the beans at thirteen thirty-four. At the ethanol plants, Boyceville six seventeen, Stanley six eleven, New Richmond at six oh nine. Barrel cheese up a penny at a dollar and a half. The blocks unchanged one forty-nine, buttered out a quarter of a cent, one seventy-one and three quarters. Class three down again yesterday. I think they were down every day this week. June down thirteen at seventeen twenty-one. July down three at sixteen fifty-seven. August down nineteen at sixteen sixty. September down thirty-two at seventeen twenty-eight. October down twenty-two at eighteen ten. It's a Friday morning at Wax, and it's time for our Countryside Landmark Crop Information Program. Brought to you by Countryside Cooperative. June is upon us, and if you haven't made decisions on whether to apply fungicide at VT growth stage on corn or R3 growth stage on soybeans, it's time to decide. Most fungicides are only active for a few weeks, so timing can be crucial with optimum timing between tassel through silking, that's VT through R3. 
Today's fungicides have improved tremendously and most carry both preventative and curative activity in the plant. The decision to apply versus not to apply should not solely be made by disease prevalence at the time of application. At Countryside Landmark, they're committed to helping you make the best management decisions for your operation to help ensure maximum profitability. Consult your local agronomist at Countryside Landmark to help determine which of their fungicide programs best fits your farming practices and learn more about their fungicide and herbicide programs at Countryside Landmark Cooperatives. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Brent Wink is with us once again on our Countryside Landmark Crop Update Program. And uh, I know you're on the road, and I know you're seeing a lot of crops as you drive out west a little bit. But uh, this has been a pretty important week, as it always is, about this time for soybeans. Why is this week so important, Brent? Yeah, you bet, Bob. Good morning, and good morning to everybody out there. You know, we've spent a lot of our time this spring talking about corn and all the important things about corn. But this is a huge week for soybeans. June 21st, huge week for all of us, kind of the beginning of summer. But uh, the summer solstice, June 21st, ends up being the longest day for sunlight. So we've got the most sunlight accumulation on June 21st. Then we start getting a little longer nights. And at this stage, kind of triggers the soybean plant to realize that it needs to start flowering and putting flowers on. So with the relatively early soybean planting this year, and the higher than normal temperatures, these soybean plants, they're transitioning from that vegetative to reproductive stage. And we're going to start seeing those first soybean flowers here, if you haven't already, certainly within this last week of June. So after about four to six trifoliate leaves have, have uh, been produced, the soybean plant kind of switches to the reproductive period. So the flowers, they're self-pollinated flowers, they're, they're very small. They'll be white, pink, or purple, kind of depending on variety. So there's usually about 3 to 15 flower buds that can develop at each of those nodes on the stem. But each of those won't make it to, uh, to kind of stay and result in a pod. So really what starts happening, you know, these, these soybean plants, they continue to develop. They continue to throw on new leaves during this flowering period. And then usually one to two weeks after those flowers are produced, we're going to start seeing our first seed pods appearing. And some of the things that become really critical to try to retain as many of those flowers and as many of those pods can be herbicide applications. They can be stresses on the plant. So really we're starting to, to really get to the, the key area in a soybean plant for determining yield. So, you know, kind of look at your directions and your labels on maybe some herbicides that you do have to apply. Here, the end of June does mark the the deadline for putting dicamba on soybeans. It's got a June 30th deadline, and then just a lot of the other herbicides as well. We try to limit that when we start getting to this point. So, just a few of the other things growers can do. You know, maybe possibly some foliar micronutrients, some stress mitigators and some plant health stimulants and also fungicides can certainly help retain as many of those flowers as we move forward. So that, along with rain, Bob, I know we we picked up some additional rain uh, here in parts of the state this week. 
So hopefully all these things can come together. We've got one heck of a soybean crop coming out there. The emergence is good. The stands look really good. Uh, so hopefully these things kind of keep keep rolling forward and we can see a nice big bumper crop. Boy, let's hope so. Hey, i got to ask you, I was on a farm the other day and a, a farmer showed me a picture of one of his soybean plants from last year and the pods that were on it. What's the most pods you ever counted on a soybean plant? Boy, I don't even know. I suppose it would it would be somewhere nearing 180 maybe. He had 130 pods on this plant last year, and I said, well, did they all fill? He said, yeah, they were, most of them had all three, some of them four, a few of them two, but he said 130 pods, and he had all the pods laid out, and he took a picture of it. 130, I'd never that, seen one that, that big. That is incredible. That, that's like a lilac bush out there. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly is. Thanks, Brent. Brent Wink on our uh, Countryside Landmark Crop Update program. That was on the Joe Smith Farm, by the way, down in uh, Augusta Country. Joe was showing me that, 130 pods on that plant, so that was good. All right, get out and enjoy a dairy breakfast this weekend or country fest, whatever you're going to do. Partly sunny today, high about 86. It's 64 right now. Wax, wax.